0: Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, you've reached Kevin with Bison Moon Group, Reach the Moon Podcast. I'm sitting here with Dana, an insurance broker. How long have you been in your own business?
1: I'm a contractor.
0: That's great. So what kind of schooling did you need for that?
1: So to become an insurance broker, all I have to do is pass three-hour long test. There's a hundred multiple choice questions. As long as I get 70% or more, I can be an insurance broker. So (laughs) I um, have taken my level two and I've also taken all of my Cabe designations as well. What's a CAVE
0: and what's a level two?
1: So Cabe is Canadian Association of Insurance Brokers. So it's the Canadian um, designation for insurance brokers. I took four different courses and tests to get that, and I basically just learn about um, home and auto and commercial insurance. And then the level two is similar to the level one; it's just a little more in depth on the insurance industry.
0: Growing up, did you or your parents ever have like an insurance problem or a car accident <laughs> that you remember?
1: Um, well, I've been in an insurance accident. I hit a deer when I think I was I think I was 18 years old. So, yes. <laughs>
0: No, that's good. Uh, At least you've experienced it.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So you do personal insurance and commercial? Yeah. Have you any commercial customers yet that have stumped you with a question?
1: (laughs) Yeah, a lot of them do. Um, I find that a lot of what I learn, I kind of learn on the go. Like there's no schooling or anything for insurance really. Um, So if they have a question, then I'll just let them know. I'll find out the answer and let you know kind of thing.
0: (laughs) Understandable. Do you enjoy the reading? I would imagine the reading uh, gets pretty dry at times.
1: Yeah, definitely. There's a lot of legal documents to go through. I honestly don't uh, mind that part. It's it's part of the job.
0: <laughs> what would you say is the worst part of the job for you?
1: Um, I do door knocking um, on businesses. So I basically walk into businesses and, uh, and give them a little letter that ta- tells them about me and insurance. And that's probably the worst part just because... It's a little nerve-wracking.
0: <laughs> when you're dealing with a business, who's your typical contact? Do you have to see the owner or is there a company representative that you talk to?
1: It depends on the business, but I would say usually it's the owner. Sometimes it might be the office administrator. As
0: a person that works commission, um as your own business, have you laid on a business plan for yourself? Nope. <laughs> Could you help me out? A <laughs> uh, question then, uh is do you need insurance to do your your gig
1: yeah definitely so i have professional liability insurance um professional liability insurance uh, basically protects me if one of my clients were to sue me because of advice that i gave them um so yes i do have my own insurance
0: Gotcha. What time of the day does your day start?
1: I'm actually in school part-time. So I take classes at the U of A from 8 to 10 on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And days that I'm not in school, it usually starts around 7 a.m.
0: Are you, is your schooling insurance related?
1: <laughs> I'm taking statistics. Oh, well,
0: that's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> What's on your daily to-do list?
1: Um. Well... I go to school for two hours in the morning most days, and uh, honestly, it's mostly answering emails and checking off things on my to-do list. Yeah, following up with with clients, and yeah, like I said, checking off my to-do list.
0: Do you get really big support from anybody with the insurance?
1: Yeah, definitely. My sister and my best friend are amazing. They like all my videos on my social media, and they make sure to tell all their friends about me, so they're Probably my biggest support. Have you
0: had any social media training?
1: Nope, nope, nope. But my best friend, uh, Jordan, is uh, basically a social media guru. So he's given me a lot of pointers.
0: (laughs) I I, I see that you do a lot of posts and uh, even your videos are really good, very informative.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I post a lot of my videos kind of for a couple different reasons. One is to stay top of mind with everybody. Um, Also, just to show that I bring more value than just the lowest dollar. There's a couple different reasons that I post videos
0: understandable and and that is the truth sometimes it you have to have an insurance person that you can call up ask those questions to and uh, can actually understand what you do as a business definitely do you have a mentor or a group of people that you work with
1: um, I mean, I have a lady at A1 Insurance. I call her my boss. She's technically not my boss though. Um she will give me advice and um if I have any questions about how to um, place a policy with an insurance company kind of thing she she gives me advice that I need so and she also double checks everything that I do with insurance companies.
0: Did you grow up in the Alberta area? That's good, Do you think you're gonna stay here for a while? So if you do get a new customer now, they'll be yours uh for the rest
1: (laughs) i mean i don't have a crystal ball but yeah i see myself being here for the next five to ten years for sure
0: what's like an industry secret something that is about your industry that either makes you laugh or something that frustrates you and you would like to tell more people about it
1: um i mean i have no idea i mean i post videos every single day about insurance and they're all little industry secrets
0: what is a strategy that sets you aside from some of your competition
1: um I guess most insurance brokers probably sit in an office and wait for the customers to come to them and I try and do a whole bunch of different things to try and get as many different clients as I can. I guess I do social media and I walk into businesses. Um yeah, there's just a couple different things that I try.
0: Have you ever had that kind of end of the rainbow lucky charms kind of conversation with somebody that's stuck in your head? What's a core value that uh, you've learned in the last two years?
1: I guess when it comes to insurance, just that um, the price matters, but what also matters is... um, whether or not you have a good relationship with your insurance broker. Because if you have a claim, which is the whole reason that you buy insurance, um, you want to be sure that you're being taken care of.
0: No, that's understandable. How can Bison Moon Group uh, help you reach the moon?
1: Um, I suppose by posting your this podcast.
0: <laughs> being that every broker has like an insurance agent and each one is kind of their own entrepreneur, do you view every agent as competition
1: um kind of not really uh no i try not to view other brokers as the competition it'd probably be more the different insurance companies and uh the i always want the insurance company that offers the best price for the best uh insurance benefits so not really no <laughs>
0: When getting insurance, are you ever worried that someone's going to hide some actual information that they should be telling you just trying to keep their price down?
1: Yeah, definitely. It happens all the time, especially with um, commercial auto insurance. Someone will try and tell me it's their personal vehicle, but I know that they're a painter and they use their vehicle for their work. Um, That is kind of a worry and I guess that's the reason that I have my own professional liability insurance. And I also document everything that everybody tells me. So um, I just do that to protect myself, I guess, if there ever was a claim. Okay.
0: Have you made a, a pitch that has stuck out in your head in the last month?
1: Um, I guess so. Sometimes I have to go back to the same client a couple of different times. Um, ne- What I've been doing more recently is if there's a client that I'm trying to push over the edge of whether or not they're going to go with me, um, I'll post a video about their particular pain point on Instagram or on LinkedIn. And then um, they might see it and see how it relates to their own business. And hopefully, like I said, that pushes them over the edge.
0: No, that's a good idea. Kind of show them what you're trying to talk about yeah you mentioned linkedin uh and of course instagram is there any other uh sales kind of networking program that you use do you use salesforce or CamCard?
1: um no i've never heard of those <laughs> i uh i post my videos on facebook instagram and linkedin i uh i i tried to post some on on twitter as well but that didn't really get me anywhere um so yeah i just use the three different social medias for now
0: <laughs> okay Plus, they're a good way to reach out to you. Do you know your Instagram handle?
1: Yeah, it's oil country insurance.
0: See, that's how I, I managed to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a financial plan laid out for your business?
1: I don't want to starve. <laughs> so that's probably the driving factor right now. Um, no, not really. I mean, I want to get to a place where I'm kind of comfortable right now. Um, I would say I'm making closer to minimum wage, but hopefully in the next year, I'll be making more than that.
0: What? is the biggest struggle or something that even just makes you shake your head while you're sitting in the car after you go in and meet somebody?
1: Um, It can be really frustrating sometimes when somebody asks me to get a lower rate for their insurance. This actually happened to me last week for a wedding planner. Um, I got him a lower rate. It was a better policy. It was with a better insurance company, in my opinion, and he still decided to stay with the current company. Um, So I guess that's kind of frustrating because then at that point, I feel like I'd did my due diligence, i put in the time and it still wasn't good enough. so, just kind of frustrating more than anything else.
0: do you think there's other underlying reasons why somebody would stay with an insurance company?
1: i have no idea. i mean, every single person is different. i guess in his case, maybe it was familiarity because he'd been with that insurance company for 8 years. so
0: do you think actually staying with an insurance company for years matters?
1: um, maybe it did in the past. in my experience, not really. I, I've talked about this in one of my videos, actually. So um, normally it's good to look around for different rates every three years. Um, I don't think insurance companies really give you that many benefits for staying with you, for staying with them um, for for many years. Um, maybe they'll be a little bit more lenient when it comes to payments, but that's, that's really it in my experience.
0: Somebody that does have insurance, and I guess maybe something that I'm confused with is, let's say there's, three different companies that actually do the insurance, uh, Peace sales, you could probably name a few more, sure. um, that the broker actually calls in and gets the insurance from how many actually companies do the insurance?
1: Um, sure. I mean, there's a whole bunch of different companies that offer like, for example, auto insurance in Alberta. I couldn't even tell you how many there are, but, um, Most brokerages have between like five and eight different companies that they actually source rates from. Um, Because once you have more than eight different companies, a lot of them are going to be too similar. And so you won't be able to place enough business with a specific insurance company. So there's really no point to it. That's why eight is usually the max.
0: Um, Do you think that on the list it's best to go with the top eight or kind of in the middle like, or the smaller companies?
1: Um, I mean, it's good to have a range, so it's good to have some insurance companies that are going to offer no frill policies, and then there's going to be some that maybe have better claims experience, but they're a little bit more expensive. I think it's good to have a range because you're going to have a range of, of uh, clients as well.
0: Okay. Is there any way for somebody to go direct right to the insurance company, or do we all have to use a broker?
1: Um, you don't have to use a broker. There's some insurance companies that don't use brokers, like AMA and cooperators, Um, but if you want an insurance company like Intact or Viva, you do have to go through it.
0: I like, I like that answer. I'll be honest. That was uh, true hearted. And I, I think for a lot of people, we just pick an insurance company and get a broker and what they say is what they say. And off we go.
1: Yeah. Well, it's been my experience, I guess that. Auto insurance, you should just go with the lowest rate because the words that are used to describe all the different insurance policies or all the different auto insurance policies are exactly the same. It's legislate, legislated by the Alberta government. Um, when it comes to home and commercial insurance, so it might be best to ask the broker's advice on which insurance company you go with.
0: Okay. All right. It sounds good. What's your biggest struggle that you have minus kind of meeting somebody new and... Uh, what's your biggest struggle as being new in the industry?
1: Um, I guess just getting my foot in the door. I know you said don't about anyone new, but that's my honest answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it is true, right? It, cold calls are hard. Yeah. The question I should ask kind of a bit closer to the beginning of the conversation, is there any reason that you yourself got into insurance?
1: Um, a family friend is an insurance broker, and she thought that I might find it interesting, so that's why I kind of went into it. Plus, I like statistics, and I gained my degree in statistics, so I think the two are pretty well related.
0: <laughs> Sounds good. Well, thanks for tuning in today to Bison Moon Group Reach the Moon podcast.